Yeah. There is no organization to what I'm reading, and I'm just reading the articles, and that doesn't sound good. So no. I'm I'm going to do a uh, hard stop here. In welcome back to Cots Network. I'm back with Catherine. Catherine, how are you doing today? I'm I'm living here. Um, I ate some Pizza Hut honey barbecue wings earlier, so I have some energy ready and stored in me. Um, and I'm really ready to talk about how the United States of America has gone from Fifty Shades of White to Fifty Shades Whiter, um, especially in the last few years. We don't want to acknowledge it, but I believe we live in a theocracy. You know, the, uh, it's a Christian theocracy where uh, laws are being influenced uh, uh, by Christianity. Um Kentucky. Oh, now, uh, Catherine, uh, we just had a question. Uh, we, in full honesty, we just stopped the podcast. It was a little boring. We restarted the podcast. Catherine was in the middle of Googling something. Can representatives own guns? Okay, sorry. What I did find is that Greg Abbott does want to raise the law or the age for um, when children can buy assault rifles but then sorry uh, in response to Uvalde really yeah which I think is like you know that's something that's a uh, uh, surprising uh, gotta love them burps um, okay. yeah uh, Greg uh, Greg Abbott doesn't usually see, uh, come off as the most uh, caring individual Actually, speaking of Greg Abbott, did you see that Greg Abbott um, is going to pardon? A, he said he's going to pardon uh, a murderer. Uh, I'm not even going to say his name. Uh, somebody who murdered a Black Lives Matter uh, protester. Um, and of course, he used the dog whistle, BLM. Uh, it's Black Lives Matter. Say the fucking thing. Say the whole fucking phrase. Um. This Black Lives Matter protest. This I not the the murderer in question in question. Um, it was almost premeditated. They went mm-hmm. on social media boasting about how they were going to go to a protest and how they were going to go armed. Uh, and uh, they talked about I, they, they talked about violence regularly on social media. Uh, and Greg Abbott is uh, stoking the flames, in my opinion. Uh, my opinion, Mr. Uh, Mr. Rabbit, cannot sue me. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> well, uh, I would, uh, if I would say, if I would have to say allegedly, I would, ha- I would say that Greg Abbott has a group of children that he uh, makes uh, carry him up the stairs. And allegedly. allegedly. Okay, did you know that in Texas now that you don't have to have a license or training to own a gun? I did know that. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. All I kinds just, of people. Yeah, I just want our listeners to know that. That if you, for some reason, have wrongfully planned a trip to Texas, um, I don't know why you would. Um, 
if you did, it's time to change your mind because anyone in Texas can have a gun. Um, and there is allegedly, <laughs> in my opinion, there's probably like a, a one in 10 chance you might get shot because um, Texans also love to drink. So, you know, if you're not careful, you know, you go to the wrong town, like maybe one of our um, infamous sundown towns, you know, any of those yahoos could have a gun. Yeehaw. I'm going to come back to that, uh, uh, sundown towns. Uh, Texas is voted one, uh, or uh, advocates, rights advocates say Texas is one of the worst states for U.S. Uh, voting rights. Um, the Texas legislator in 2021 introduced sweeping uh, election legislation uh, that was blasted by critics as being highly anti-democratic. Now voting right advocates say the Capitol's conservative majority is upping the ante with a fresh new batch of restrictive bills. Several proposals that have been blasted as anti-voting measures recently advanced to uh, the floor uh, for uh, to the floor uh, of the House, uh, state Senate. Advocacy organizations, uh, advocacy organization Black Lives uh, Black Voters Matter, is keeping an eye out for uh, tr- uh, tactics aimed at voter suppression. Cliff Albright, BVM's uh, executive director and co-founder, told the Observer that certain bills are uh, concerning, practically, particularly for Black and Brown voters. Everything's bigger in Texas, Albright said. That is unfortunately the case when it comes to voter suppression. I mean, this is literally one of the worst in the country. Uh, you've got Jesus. advertisements, advertisements, advertisements. I'm not going to lie. I uh, I just kind of want to get to the fucking, uh, you're, you're not, not really helping me out, Mr. Observer. Uh, <laughs> but no, in Texas, on a regular basis, there's, um, up in legislation, there are bills attempted to pass, which are for more or less the explicit purpose of attempting to restrict voter rights and laws. It's, you know, like Texas is constantly doing what they can to go back to Jim Crow days. Like Texas would trade half its people to go back to Jim Jim Crow days. I mean, those of you, those of those, not you, as in like, no, we're both libs here. Um, but like you know the Texans who fight every day to keep us red they would do so much for it Uh, this is from Democracy Docket on Twitter Uh, we have the uh, red alert emoji alert (laughs) several anti-voting bills have advanced to the (laughs) Texas Senate floor the bills would increase voter purges prohibit countywide polling places Further criminalize the election process and more. Further criminalize the election process. That's interesting. Uh, I'm going to democracy docket. Wow. Uh, here, <clears throat> I'm going to get uh, get ready for. Uh, I'm actually going to screenshot this, send it to Catherine, and in the meantime, uh, she's going to help me read uh, a few of these bad boys. Got it. Uh, just so I'm not the only one reading, and Catherine. Uh, uh, surprise, surprise, she's an English teacher, so she's pretty good at reading. So you want me to go ahead and start here? 
Okay, so uh, the first one is Senate Bill 260, uh, 260, which would allow the state to start the purge process of voters who have not voted in an election in the previous 25 months. Jesus. Catherine, do you vote in every election? Honestly, no, I do not. I mostly I, I vote in ones that are relevant to school systems in Texas and the presidency. I uh, I'm <laughs> I like to vote. I love voting. Uh, <laughs> if I could go to jury duty, I absolutely would. Uh, please put me into a courtroom to say my piece. <laughs> I want to vote. I want to vote so bad. I do it every chance I get. I love that for you. You're you're a much better citizen than me. I'm like so jaded when it comes to politics that you know I, I wish I could care more again. Like I care, but also like not as much as I could and should. Uh, I'm gonna read the next two, and I'll, you're gonna take care of the next of the last three. God champ. Uh, Senate Bill 990, which would eliminate the countywide polling program that would allow voters to vote at any polling place in their county. Wow. That's rough. That's a big, that's a rough one. Uh, Senate Bill 1039, which would create a system for investigating alleged election irregularities and empower the Secretary of State to appoint a conservator to oversee elections. Uh, I want you to read the next three, and I want to look up our Secretary of State. Well, why you do that? Yeah, go ahead and see. Um, Who the fuck give this a live check. Senate Bill 1070, which would help pave the way for Texas to exit the Voter Data Sharing Organization, ERIC. So that would be Texas trying to hide voter data. Um, don't love that. Senate Bill 1807, which would create an enforcement mechanisms to punish officials who change any election procedure required by law without authorization. And Senate Bill 1950, which creates a new criminal penalty for election officials who suspend a statutory requirement that would require a mail ballot to be projected. Okay, so the so this last one, um, that this last one isn't too bad from like what I can tell, like my limited understanding of just like this little bit. So this would be, you know, for officials who are trying to stop ballots, uh, mail ballots, which you know in Texas are a really, really critical part. I mean, and I'm sure it's like any like state, it's just, I live in Texas, but you know, um, between all of our universities, um, individuals who are moving about due to whatever medical reasons, like um, for example, I'm a really big fan of the show, My 106, My 600 Pound Life. And by fan, I mean that I know a lot about it. Um, I, I don't, think it's an ethical show which is something I proposed as a podcast idea but um but in it like so in Houston is where Dr. Now has his center and is also um nearby is the hospital they works at so in Texas we have a large amount of people who 
come from other states in order to get these procedures done because you do have to stay there for at least six months. And it's not just people who are on the show, but a large amount of people. So like, just think if like there's that in Texas where we have out of state people who then would need to mail out ballots, like just think of all the other things. How do we get to see my 600 pound light, uh, light from voting? Uh, I don't know. Uh, my six, you know, a lot about it. You said, I yes, feel I like do. I'm, I'm, I'm 300. I am 300 pounds. I'm halfway. I'm 340 pounds. I'm halfway to being on my 600 pound life. Uh, tell me. No, no, why no, no, you're I, good. Tell me why I would be a good applicant for my 400 pound life. Okay. So first of all, a lot of these, um, I'm not going to say like a lot, but many of these individuals, like getting to 300 pounds, like that's life-saving like you so what I've come to understand is like while like like for me I'm like I'm a big bitch and so like I like when I first started watching the show I was like oh my gosh is this my life one day but like the more you watch it it's consistently like what you see it's it's people with um some sort of trauma some sort of pts or otherwise response to some sort of trauma in their life which has created this need for overeating and like, and like what's for me, like what's interesting about it. Like there's a lot of things I find interesting, but it's like, you know, like your brain can be in such pain that like you can push your body so far past its limits. And like, that's how you get to that point is because you are, it's like, you know, like how some people like um, something that's really common in our generation and I'm sure probably before that but like especially with like the age of Tinder and everything is people use sex as a form of self-harm in which you know they're trying to get this gratification from something that they know will harm them because like while I'm not saying all casual sex is bad like casual sex does like have dangers and for a lot of people it's um, emotionally harmful and be like, even then, like, um, with it, like, comes, like, it's, yeah, it is a lot to it. Like, you know, it, we haven't done the research for that. But it's similar in that, like, when people, um, when they take up food as their form of self-harm, it, you know, it controls their whole life. And it's something that, you know, like, like, you know, while, yes, you can live without sex, like, there's plenty of people who do that. It's, you know, it's a normal part of your life, just like eating is a normal part of your life. And so it's these things that are a normal part of your life that, you know, become, like, take on a life of its own. And so, like, on my century pad life, it's, it's, you know, like, if you were going to be on 600-pound life or you were going to ever get to 600 pounds, you would already be there. You know, it seems that 600-pound, my 600-pound life is more, it, it feels, I don't know, it feels confrontational. What, what, it's a, what's... It's a, what is the difference between my 600 pound life, uh, them airing out their life, uh, their addiction, their their uh, uh, addiction? Uh, I would say, yeah, it's an addiction. To uh, versus intervention, how are those not the same? Uh, the same exact thing. So intervention, like while they do like have their similarities of like they spit, they spend like the first, you know, like third half focusing on you know the issues that this person has experienced like you know like and where their addictions take them like what they do to get this addiction 
it's there's no like formula to it it's just them in the moment and every single second every single moment is like at well okay once like they get like their footage you know kind of understand like what this person is doing immediately everything is about getting the family in that person to rehab but my sex and profound life it's that it's fucking wild like it has a strict formula what they do is they show the person waking up in pain like you know um half naked so like you can like see you know uh, their bodies like oftentimes they have what's called lipedema which is like these masses on their body that um that form because like um oftentimes like the like the fat has nowhere else to go and but then like almost from like probably like fifth season after that after that they then immediately show them showering they Mm. always show the person like fully naked like bathing and like the whole struggle of it and like every time they're talking about like how they have to do it because they'll get infections and they'll smell and it's just like and it's like they make like these same comments every time and it's almost like you can tell like the producers are like now i need to ask them like so if you don't do this will you smell like you know why do you have to shower and like and 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 like there's some people who are like yeah I, because it's so difficult, I only bathe maybe two times a week, but they make sure to still get them that footage of them bathing that one, like that one time that week. And then after that, they show them having their first meal. And then after that, they always show them going grocery shopping. Like they always have like this four part, like beginning formula of where it's like all these things that are for someone with an extreme eating disorder like that are like extremely intimate and, you know, can be like really embarrassing. Like the fact that every, like the, for the show, in order to be on it, they have to agree to be videotaped while showered. And then they have to be shown in public going grocery shopping. And so, like, that, and that's something for many of the contestants, they talk about how humiliating that is, that, you know, like, they have these deep addictions to food, and so they're there surrounded by their addictions, but also in this, like, deep state of, like, panic. And it's just, like, intervention, like, almost immediately, you see them, the family, like, immediately, like, the interventionist comes, like, halfway into the show. Doctor now... He, you know, comes into the show halfway through, but then it's still so focused on just like, it almost kind of feels like sometimes like trying to humiliate them. So it's like intervention, I feel like it's just so truly focused on, you know, um, getting people help and like to be like Frank, like, you know, like my mother who had like addiction problems, like she was almost on the show because it's like a legitimate form of getting people hope of help. But, but when it comes to like my sex pound life, it's, I feel like, you know, like the fact that for most of the series, every episode includes footage of bathing that person or that person showering, like that is giant red flag. And also like, they've had a lot of like um, lawsuits, lawsuits brought up against them. So, like, it's really surprising that there's a new season. Um, But, yeah, no, like, I, at this point, like, 
I largely watched my sexual crime life to just kind of like see like you know like because as someone who loves reality tv like I watch it kind of thinking like is this okay like the way that they're treating these people like because like like okay there's this other reality show um and it's like it was I can't remember the exact name of it but it was like adopting parents and it had to be immediately canceled because on the first episode it was a man who agreed for this like woman in her young 20s to a, to be his daughter and it turns out they did something similar before that man and his wife but then they had to like cut it off because he was like trying to have a sexual relationship with his adopted daughter obviously and then, that's obvi- that is yeah. obviously obviously yeah and that's what happened again they had to cancel the show because this man once again was trying to fuck his adopted daughter and it's like how like oh and then okay okay just and then also like um here comes honey boo boo the infamous show which i don't like i don't know you're probably not like me in like trying to find here comes honey boo boo to watch but it is near impossible to find it online because it has been wiped because the father who was shown on the show or the stepfather who was like shown from episode one he turned out to be a pedophile who had been preying upon, like, the girls we had seen in the show. Honey Boo Boo was a pageant queen, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. She was on um, uh, Toddlers and Tiaras, which is also a really fucked up show. Because it's like, oh my gosh, like, I can't watch it as an adult in a teacher. Because it's terrifying. It's disgusting. It's, it's pedo... Like, for me... I get really sensitive to like, like, okay, one thing that bothers me and like, this is going to make me seem a little bit like a care maybe, but it really bothers me that like a lot of clothes that are available for like younger girls, like there's a lot of crop tops and like these really tiny shorts and like things like that. Or like, even like, like shirts that just look like sports bras. And I'm just like, while I don't think you are sexualizing yourself, it makes me so afraid for you because there are people who are who are disgusting who are going to sexualize you. And so, like anything, are like you pre are you pre sexualizing this girl for wearing this for what for just for just wearing the clothing? Uh, yeah. by for being afraid for her safety. Well, it's because like. I understand like what it was like for me to be a young girl and that like even wearing normal clothes I was sexualized Mm -hmm. and like but it's like and so it's just like understanding and like also just like the statistics the reality what we live in like I fear that I don't know I just like anything at all that like my it's just like and like it makes me feel bad because it's like I really do believe people should wear whatever they want like I think people should live their best lives but at the same time we live in a world where like living your best life sometimes means that you have accidentally put yourself in danger and it's like because it's like just like look if know, I was living my best fucking life right now I'd be drinking right now but I'm not I know but it's just it's the world we fucking live. Okay. So I was looking at the um, 
So there's this website called find the official well, name for it. Pull that up. I was curious about it. People, uh, folks that go on my 600 pound life get $1,600 per episode. Yep. Uh, just curious, curiosity, kill the cat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, any reality show you go on, you are paid for it. Like, um, reality, like if you're on a reality competition show, they pay you, especially because like a lot of people in order to be on reality competition shows, they have to like quit their jobs and everything. That uh, intervention, uh, what what uh, what are you looking for? What are we what are we searching up? Okay, uh, I'm trying to find. Okay, so I, I'm trying to find the full name, but it's the uh, SPLC of oh, the Southern Poverty Law Center. Yes. Um, is a resource that has what's and they have made um, what they note as denote as their hate map, or not their hate map. But what they've done is um they've collected data about hate groups that are in various states um and it's you know it's a really neat resource um it's pretty shocking um like if you ever you know look up any sort of information about um genocides beyond just the holocaust like um like fun fact like actually no really terrible like disgusting fact like there's potentially around eight genocides currently happening um, and potentially yeah. as in, you know, it, that's hard to keep track of as in like, when does one begin? And, but yeah, but, um, so the states with the three highest populations of hate groups are Florida, Texas, and California, which I feel like shouldn't be surprising, um, with California having the most at 65 hate groups, then Florida at 53 and then Texas at 52. Um, though, the highest population of check this real quick. Yes, the highest population of Nazi or white supremacist specific groups, though, however, are in Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, as, so, um, based on you know what I've counted and whatnot, this might not be entirely accurate, but there are seven different um, hate groups in Texas that are specifically Nazi or white supremacist groups, and so. Just think about that. That's a lot. Yeah. That's, that's too many. That's too many. Yes. No, out of the 52, you know, that's, that's a pretty, pretty big chunk that are just explicitly, um, you know, just neo-Nazi or just in general Nazi. Um, the second biggest um, category of hate groups would be... Um, from what I can tell, would be pretty much like a tie between um, anti-LGBT and anti-Muslim. So, you know, Texas is Texas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to say naturally because how despicable is it? Uh, is it natural? Is I guess, is it is it natural to hate one another? <laughs> Do you have to go out of your way to uh, culturally to uh, not hate one another? Or is, I don't know, are you I, are you growing into it? I mean, I, I think it's a good question. I think it's, you know, the classic, like, quote unquote, nurture versus uh, nature. And even then it's like, it's just like, you know, these great, like, philosophical questions of like, you know, like, are we born good? Are we born bad? 
like, you know, when I was in college, I was a really big fan of the um, Rousseau-French philosophy that we're all innately born good, but the universe morphs us into um, kind of hate-filled monsters. But, like, as I've grown older, I don't know. I really do not know. Have you seen American History X? I have not, but I know what it's about. Um, the, uh, I guess the inciting incident is that his father, uh, gets Jake, Jake, is it Jake? I believe it's Jake Gyllenhaal. No, it's not. No, 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 no. It's no, I like how you, is it Robert Redford? I just assume Jake Gyllenhaal, Jake, Jakey boy is in everything. No, it's not Robert Redford. Who the fuck was in American History X? American Edward Norton. The inciting incident is Edward Norton's dad is uh, killed by uh, killed by uh, killed by a black man, and that, then he just hates black people after that. And then he becomes a Nazi. <laughs> um, so I get you're right. Uh, American history. Then you know. Then he goes to jail, and then he befriends a black uh, black guy, and then. Oh, I'm not racist anymore. Uh, spoiler alert. That's Go watch like the with, fucking movie. Oh my gosh, that's like with Kanye West, where I haven't read any updates on it, but he was like, I'm a Nazi now. But then he watched 21st Jump Street and was like, I'm not a Nazi anymore. Thank you, Jonah Hill. I believe we talked about that in... I believe I... No, I believe no. I cut that out. Yeah, uh, that got cut out because um, my, my father interrupted us because he had asked me something. I had to find some some planters for him hey man when your roommate your parents it gets a little awkward right technically speaking i will say that they're my roommates so at least you know there's that i i, well, I will boast the fact that <laughs> at least <laughs> my name is on the house yeah your name is on the wow you're doing a lot better than i it's a nice house i've been over there thank you Primo house. my um but you will see that it is blurred because i do have a fem cell room right now um, I'm currently working on it, but there are so many like McDonald's bags and Starbucks bags, um, my little little candy wrappers. I just look like the nastiest fat fuck ever. No bitches. Uh, are you, you bitches are bitches are around the corner. You'll get them. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> what I want to talk about, uh, pitch me. I, I was just thinking about it, but I want you to pitch me. You, you probably you watch a lot more uh, reality TV than I do. Pitch me your reality TV show. Okay, it's a reality TV where. <laughs> okay, so this just is the first thing that came to my mind. So you take uh, fifteen like mega potheads, and you have them on an island somewhere on this island. It's one single blunt. Mm. And there's no food. So, and so, you know, and so, and I don't know, like, I'm, so basically I want like a pothead version of Survivor. But the whole thing is like, they just have to see like how long they can last. Because the thing is, is this blunt, if they find it and they smoke it, they got to leave the island. So they can either stay on the island, but can't smoke any weed, 
what do you get at the end? What if you get if you don't smoke the blunt? Fifteen blunts and then a gift card to every fast food place imaginable. Is it a single gift card to that is accessible to every? So it's a Visa gift card. No, 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 no. They literally <laughs> give you a box. <laughs> no, oh, they give you like a novelty chest, and like someone sings, they like, oh, and they open it, and it's just like. You see the Taco Bell, the McDonald's, the Arby's, whatever your nasty little little, little mouth wants. It's just in there. Unless they're franchise. Okay. I like that. I like it. I like it. Thank you. Um, I want to reboot How to Catch a Predator. predator. <laughs> uh, I am. A, I mean, hey. No, no. I, no, I, I, okay. You know, it, I, spoiler alert, um, right above 600 pound life is to catch a predator because <laughs> i love to catch a predator tell me, yes. tell me about your reboot tell um i honestly would uh, i instead of them inviting them to a house um i would i it would be a public library right <laughs> and they i, I would uh, i would uh set up the little girl right but Wait, is an actual little girl or is it a college student who looks like a little girl? It is a little girl. We've hired a little girl. We've hired a little <laughs> child actor. And Got play, it. Uh, uh, no, no, actually, you know what? No, um, a juvenile delinquent that we, uh, uh, they, this is how they are working off their punishment. Oh, oh, so we're doing a mix up to, to catch a predator and scared straight. <laughs> yes, that is exactly it. We are mixing to catch a predator. We are making scared straight. We are putting juvenile delinquents <laughs> in close proximity to pedophiles. So I think the show's already canceled. Um. Anyways, but uh, instead of it um in a public library, juvenile delinquents, pedophiles. Silent library. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. The, to get the little girl, the little girl has to do challenges to escape. <laughs> so, wait, so if she fails, she gets. Let's not talk about it. Cut it, 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 cut it out. But yes, but yes, uh, yes, but cut it. But we're not going to talk about it. But yes, but we're not going to talk about it. <laughs> but, uh, but, so do you think you're going to be arrested now? But no, this, okay, okay. Uh, fuck, I cannot believe we got to this point of the podcast. I wanted to avoid this part of the podcast. We talked about such good things, but none of it was real. None of it was real. None of the opinions we said was real. It's all fake. I'm sorry, Catherine. I, I pulled the pin. I dropped the nuke. It was all a fake episode. This is a char- These are characters we're doing. So, <laughs> you know, I'm really, um, I didn't expect you to continue explaining your idea for a reality TV show. <laughs> I think you should have just, so at what point do you think you really should have stopped? You know what? I think I should have stopped five years ago. 
I really think I should have stopped about uh, when I was about 20 years old. <laughs> Just stopped. <laughs> I think I should have stopped back then, yeah. Wow. Um, why do I do these things, Catherine? Why, why do I want my career to fail? <laughs> <laughs> We've talked about this before. Digital footprint. Okay, so what I think we should do is you, uh, as you're editing it, so cut, cut here. Um, so here's my deep, or if this is a deep take, I don't know. So you're, you're going to go back in. You're going to listen to it. You're going to find the moment right before it gets bad. You're going to stop it. And then you're going to play this. So Joseph has made a mistake. He said some things that went too far. Um, and in order to save our digital or just, you know, actually, no, put this. This has been removed due to digital footprint worries or something I, like that. I hate to I hate to tell you. It's this is now this is now going to be like an hour long episode. Nobody's going to listen to it. Nobody's going, see, no, nobody will ever hear me say that. Wait, so are you saying that people won't listen to an episode if it's an hour long? Uh, no, I listen to podcasts all the time that are an I, hour long. I will explicitly only listen to something if it's an hour or more. What I was more saying that, like, a job or oh, okay. um, a oh, professor okay. of mine. Okay, so you think it's deep enough in, it's okay? My grandmother. <laughs> my grandmother, my, the first time I say cunt, my grandmother, nope. Okay. Okay. So you think that it's it's far enough in that you know, people have already people who would respect you have either already stopped or they've already lost the respect for you and stopped. I like. Oh my fucking. Oh my god. Yeah. I I have uh, I've thrown away my career before <laughs> it started. Maybe that's why I'm not getting published. Yeah. Uh. I think it's more of who you're asking to publish you. It's a student newspaper. Literally, I was told they have to publish me. They seem kind of like beeps. Uh, of course, as soon as I'm done with my uh, internship, I will, uh, I will reveal. <laughs> I'm coming after you. But, uh, Catherine, yes. yeah, now is the time of the episode where we wind down. Uh, not only because uh, Joey is tired and Joey needs his sleepy time, mm -hmm. but I believe I hear my fiance getting ready for bed in there, and I am in her bedroom. Mm -hmm. oh. uh, uh, um, how are you, Catherine? How do you feel about our 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 baby? Here it is. It's an episode. Um, you know, I don't feel that bad about it. I, I think we're continuing to get better every time. Um, you know, we, we right now, we, we're like a deer that just recently fell out of its mother, you know, and we're doing our best. Our little, our little legs are trying so hard to stand. Um, and you know, I, I think we're beginning to stand. Um, we're a little wobbly right now, but we're getting to it, you know, um, one step at a time. 
I think, you know, we're, we're, we're bringing up really important things um, and we're doing our best. Now, I'm actually sending uh, the next time we podcast, uh, Catherine is going to have a microphone. I'm sending her the link now. No pressure. Yes. Of course, you don't have to buy it. I don't know. You're, I'm, I'm don't, I don't know. I don't have to log into your bank account. I don't know how much you got in there. No, I want to. How much do you got in there? I want to feel like a podcaster. I want to feel cool. Um, I don't know how to end it, so I'm just going to say, hey, Catherine, you've been great. Joey, you've been great. <laughs> Joey, <laughs> you've been you. a champ. Thank you, Joe. Follow me on uh, Twitter and Instagram on Big Joe Talk Show. I have, uh, as you can tell, I got a new thumbnail. Very excited about it. Beautiful stuff. Thank you so much, Tori. Shout out to Tori. Follow her down there uh, in the uh, wherever the fuck there's going to be a uh, her at. Please, please follow us. Please uh, give us money. Catherine, thank you so much for speaking with me today. Absolutely. Anytime. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope you all have a beautiful night.